Next year all our troubles will be out of sight. Oh, if only our troubles will be out of sight. Since I was a kid, even growing up in a religious Jewish home, I went... I found it incredibly beautiful this season with the music. Very special. A lot of people will be frightened out of the season, out of celebrating it properly. How do I know? Well, it's obvious how I know, but I'll give you another way. I'll give you a micro story. In the elevator now, I, uh, I don't wear a mask. I have covid I didn't wear a mask, actually, before I had COVID. And, however, I am respectful of people's sensitivities. And in the elevator, I was with two people who were masked. Told them I was safe. I had COVID. But clearly, if they wanted me to put on a mask, I would. And one of the, as a young man, I would say the guy, I'd say he's 30, so he said, oh, I had COVID too. And he's wearing a mask. And and he said, and I, I got COVID after both, both shots. <laughs> so I thought that was the end of the story. And I would not be relating the story to you if that were the end of the story. He goes, and I'm going to get the booster. So I couldn't resist. I said, wait a minute. You've gotten two shots and COVID, and you're getting a booster. He said, yeah. You you just can't be too safe. And as I'm walking out of the elevator, he goes, but I will tell you, the uh, vaccination really hurt my mother. (laughs) And, And so I said, well... That's what I'm worried about for you. And we parted ways. Guy has two shots, COVID, and wants a booster. And his, and his mother had, had uh, serious uh, consequences from, from, the, uh, from the shot. Today's a special day. I, ne- I almost never mention a guest. Today's our day, right? Robert Kennedy Jr. devoted his life to pursuing truth and has written a book I'm in the middle of. It's, it's, it's about Dr. Fauci, but it's really about COVID and, and the medical establishment. So I'll tell you something that I just learned. Pfizer had a had a test tested its vaccine I think the the groups were 22,000 people and excuse me there was a vaccinated group and a non-vaccinated group and the press reports and Pfizer presumably told them there were 100% more fatalities from the in the non-vaccinated group than in the vaccinated group. This is fascinating. You have to hear this. So what does that mean? 
It means two people died of COVID in the non-vaccinated and one person in the vaccinated. That's what it actually means. However, considerably more, I don't have the raw numbers in front of me, considerably more died of all causes in the vaccinated group. I did not know that until yesterday. Did you know that, you who are listening? I suspect not. The issue isn't only who died of COVID. Also, you know, these things normally take three years for approval. This was done in in six months. People who uh, don't want the vaccine have uh, have very good reason not to want the vaccine. People who want the vaccine have good reason, in their minds at least, and I and I mean I mean that with no sarcasm to take the vaccine. But the people who don't want the vaccine are not out of their minds. They're aware, more aware, of most of the people who want the vaccine. This young man is 30, presumably healthy, had COVID, and just thinks he can't be too safe. So he will get a booster. I wonder what his mother's telling him. In light of, in light of her negative experience with the vaccine. So there's Omicron, or Omicron. I, I can bring to you an exclusive, by the way. There is, uh, some of you may have heard this, many, many, most of you not. There's a new one discovered actually in Cambridge, Massachusetts, of all places, the Phi Beta Kappa. It's a serious variant, the Phi Beta Kappa. Yeah. It, 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 and yet, they give you nothing to treat it. Most doctors, if you get COVID, if you're 90 or you're 19, but it's more amazing even if you're 90, nevertheless, they tell you to get rest, take, I don't know, NyQuil, and if you get uh, really sick, you come in and uh, you come into the hospital, and then we'll give you remdesivir, and if necessary, ventilate you, intubate you, I should say, with a ventilator. Well, wh- why don't doctors treat you when you first have the symptoms, when you first test positive? What can they lose? Oh, they might be able to lose their medical license in some states, but what can they lose medically? by giving you hydroxychloroquine and zinc and ivermectin. Why would you not treat people with drugs that are as close to completely safe as has ever been, as have ever been created? Why wouldn't they? One day it will come out that doctors made a terrible decision to believe the authorities and to act accordingly. I keep reading of cases of people 
who have a parent in or or a spouse in a, in a hospital deteriorating, begging them. We, I want to just give the person ivermectin. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because the New York Times called it a horse dewormer. Is that why? Hospitals have really not uh, not looked good. As I mentioned to you, so often, until two years ago, or, or even a year and eight, nine months, I guess, I, I was a, a big booster of hospitals, big booster of big pharma. Whatever their faults, I said, they're saving lives, pharmaceutical companies. And that's true. They did save lives. I mean, it's not deniable. But they're profoundly corrupt. I did not know the AMA was corrupt. Do you know that the, what was it, the New England Journal of Medicine and Lancet? Remember, they, they published a study showing, what was it, ivermectin didn't work? Either that or hydroxychloroquine, I don't remember which. And it, it, it was a phony study. They published a phony study. They acknowledged it two weeks later. It was a phony study by a phony group. Such was the desire to give a bad name and invalidate helping people before they go into a hospital. Isn't that the primary task of a doctor? To hopefully prevent you from getting sicker. Isn't that the biggest job a doctor has? But they don't. They wait till you get sick and hospitalize you. I feel like I'm in paradise. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. In December, which today inaugurates, I, for years, asked you to make a contribution to the Salvation Army, which I loved. Salvation Army has gone woke. As I delineated to you two days ago, with its brochure internally circulated about white racism, colonialism, I mean, everything from the left-wing hatred of this country that you could imagine, and the lies, I mean, the just perpetrated lies about racism in the country. People have written to me that they wrote to the Salvation Army and sent me the response. The response is garbage. The response should be, we made a horrible error, this is a great country, and we are getting rid of all those, we are firing everyone responsible for defaming America and making the Salvation Army a left-wing farce. That's what the response should have been. Instead, it's gobbledygook about how the, uh, the Salvation Army uh, doesn't like racism. And it's such gobbledygook that People sending me this said, how do you respond? How do I respond? They took no responsibility for doing something evil at the Salvation Army. That's how I respond. These people should should bow down to the the American people and, and ask for forgiveness and then fire those responsible. Instead, we're against racism. Oh, I see. That's a real good response. 
Which leads me to tell you that if you give to Angel Tree the campaign we have instead of Salvation Army, of, of getting, getting kids who have a parent in prison, getting them a, a, a Christmas present, and hopefully having it sent from the parent in prison, that this is our substitute for the Salvation Army. And so you have a double reason to give. One is because it's such a beautiful cause, and the other is let the Salvation Army know what what they missed. It's It's sort of a let's reward the good. How do you uh, how do you do it? There's an angel tree banner at my website, DennisPrager.com. Or just call eight triple eight two oh six two eight oh one triple eight two oh six two eight oh one Angel Tree Campaign. Let me make something clear about what I said the first segment. Doctors now many will give a monoclonal infusion of Regeneron, which is a great thing to do, great thing. However, ladies and gentlemen, we had a therapy which worked whenever used in mass numbers. The tests that show that it doesn't work were phony tests. They were given when people were so sick. You'd have to get it in the first week. It might help later, but it, it, nobody says it does. Iv- ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, Z. There are major epidemiologists who believe hundreds of thousands of Americans died because the medical profession bought the line that the only answer is a vaccine. But vaccine prevents. Vaccine doesn't cure. Why didn't we pursue a cure? That, that was my point. All right, let's go to Rick in uh, Orange County, California. Hello. Hello, Dennis. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, had, a, had a primary care physician for a number of years, and last year, um, early in the year, I wanted to find out from him and called him up uh, to find out that if I did get sick with this new disease, whether or not he would prescribe hydroxychloroquine to me. And my wife was actually listening to my question at the same time, and his response to me was so insane, to me, obviously. Uh, He said, that's a hypothetical question. I have real patients to deal with. And my response was that every question I have ever asked you has been hypothetical because I'm not a doctor. And it, it, I, he is no longer my primary care physician because it, it's like it hit me that there's something going on here. And I think it's what you were talking about is that there's some political tack that they took instead of a medical tack in, in terms of dealing with people. Why wouldn't they want to pursue a treatment? And yeah. Well, listen, thank you. I, I understand why he's no longer your doctor. Wouldn't you think that a doctor has a medical duty and a moral duty to read as much as possible about ways to treat patients in the early stages when they're still their doctor before the hospital takes over? Wouldn't you think that? 
there are so many lay people who have read more about this than your doctor has. And that that is worrisome, isn't it? Shouldn't your doctor be up to date on, on how to remedy the situation if, if a patient gets COVID? My doctor did. So how do you explain that? My doctor prescribed ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. I had COVID. I'm over 60. And because uh, they always say 60 is the, is the cutoff point, really. You have to, you shouldn't even travel, we were told, because of Omicron or Omicron. Did you know that? Over 60, you're not supposed to travel. Did you see that? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to Louisiana and Florida this week. <laughs> I'm probably one of the healthier people at the airport. It's, it's the moral duty of a doctor to, to find out what is possible. So how do you explain my doctor? How does your doctor, who craps on hydroxychloroquine, zinc, they have to go together. Hydroxychloroquine makes it possible for the zinc to enter the virus and, and take care of it. And ivermectin. How does your doctor explain all the doctors who say that they have cured patients of COVID. Are they frauds? Do we have that many frauds? I don't believe your doctor who's opposed is a fraud. I believe that your doctor is a sheep. There's a big difference. It's not, it's not a compliment to call someone a sheep, but it, it's not the same as being a fraud. So what, what would your doctor say about all the doctors, thousands, who think that it works, who have used it. I don't know if it's thousands have used it. Thousands have signed. How many signed the Great Barrington Declaration? Thousands. Thousands. By the way, look that up, the Great Barrington Declaration. It wasn't covered much by the media. The oil in the pan, it started to fry And the smell from the kitchen starts drifting on by And tickles your nose Hi everybody, Dennis Prager. And if you just sit Let me review some calls because I have so many subjects I need to, uh, need to talk about. Yep, well, here's Venice, Florida. Barry in Venice, Florida. Son-in-law got COVID, took ivermectin, got over it quickly. And uh, anyway, a lot of uh, of good stuff all over the country. Story in the New York Post. If critical race theory can creep into the classrooms of Missouri, it's likely in yours. Carrie Sheffield wrote it. If the lies of critical race theory can creep into the classrooms of Missouri's Ozark Mountains, they're undoubtedly in your community, even if school administrators illegally try to hide it. I am a proud Parkview High School Viking who graduated from Springfield Public Schools, deep in the beautiful Ozarks of southwestern Missouri. It's part of the Bible Belt area, deeply conservative. Former President Donald Trump last fall carried Green County, Springfield is the county seat, by a whopping 59 to 39 percent. 
He won neighboring Christian County, appropriately, 75 to 24, and Webster County, 79 to 19. So it was a shock to read reports that Springfield Public School that are instructing teachers that they are white supremacists for requiring use of the English language or calling police on a black criminal suspect. Hear that? So in some ways, it doesn't matter. Rural Missouri in the Ozarks or New York City. SPS teacher training also listed that Springfield Public School schools also listed such examples of, quote, covert white supremacy as education funding from property tax, mass incarceration, treating kids of color as adults, and the phrase, all lives matter. The slated purpose of the more than 40-slide training deck obtained by investigative journalist John Solomon, my former boss, is to combat, quote, systemic racism and xenophobia. It features an, quote, oppression matrix. That's awesome. There's an oppression matrix. Identifying privileged oppressors, including white people, male assigned at birth, gender-conforming cis men and women, heterosexuals, rich upper-class people, and Protestants. That's a new one, Protestants. I mean, that's who they they loathe, because the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant made this country. It's just a fact. They made the freest country in human history, the country that gave more people from other countries opportunity than any country in the history of the world. Sacrificed vast numbers of its young get rid of slavery in its country to fight two world wars and to fight communism elsewhere. But hey, it's a bad country because you know who's better. Who exactly is better? Denmark? You know what uh, what, what the percentage of Denmark is non-white? Why, why is Denmark better? If diversity is strength, right? That's the line of the left. Then Denmark has no strength. And they don't want more strength in that way. One eight Prager 776. This is a very big deal that it's in the Ozarks. It's everywhere. What I don't understand is, is someone who teaches at at a Springfield, Missouri school, do they do have they not imbibed the values of their community, their parents? Is it is it that deep in in the teaching profession? Dennis Prager here for a wonderful new sponsor, Blessed by Israel. That's B U I. 
It's a play on words, a good one. Blessed by Israel. Yes, you already know by listening to my show for years that I've been blessed by Israel many times, and many of you have as well. Now, I have a way for you to share your blessings with others. Blessed by Israel. Blessed by Israel, quite simply, is a way for you to support the people and small business owners in Judea and Samaria by purchasing high-quality products at very affordable prices. Products ranging from various selections of olive oil, stunning jewelry, beautiful ceramics, delicious honeys like citrus or wildflower, cosmetics, coffee and teas, soaps, and so much more. Meet their friends Baruch and Batya, who started Israel Ceramics, or Sarah Feld, who brings you her beautiful collection of Israeli jewelry. Read these inspiring stories along with many others on their website, Blessed By, that's B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. BlessedByIsrael.com, B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. Visit today and order for Christmas. With your help, we're strengthening the courageous families, rebuilding the heartland of Israel. Baby, it's bad up there. Say, was that a wink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Rise are like starlight. To break Talking this about the, the issue of even Ozark schools are teaching that America is a racist cesspool and the teachers are white supremacists. One of the ways to combat it is, of course, with good stuff. And Hillsdale produces a free course, the Hillsdale 1776 course. It's free. The Hillsdale 1776 curriculum is the actual name. And that's what we have to uh, teach ourselves. We need to learn. Most adults don't know this stuff even. They went to school too. So download it, and it's free at k12.hillsdale.edu. K-12 is kindergarten through 12th grade, but there's no no hyphen, no two, just K-1-2, K-12.hillsdale.edu. EDU is education institution. So I have many listeners in Southern California, so it's very important that you hear this. This is uh, This happened last month. Well, which is... November, today's December, happened last month. There you go. So listen to the headline. Pomona Unified School District to bring back campus police following defunding movement. And Fox News. So this is interesting. The Pomona Unified School District said it was no longer going to fund officers on the campus. They would substitute, instead of officers, they would substitute uh, proctors, which means nothing, right? What, uh, you know what a proctor it's is? A, like a super, just a whole supervisor. A whole supervisor. An unarmed whole supervisor. Because you know those who want to shoot up schools, and I need to talk to you about the Michigan one. No, Michigan, Michigan, yeah. But I'll get to that in a moment. So, they withdrew funding. Then there was a shooting on the campus. And then they're back to funding. Why are the residents of Pomona not demanding that every single member of the board of the Pomona Unified School District resign? There is no, do you know that there is no price paid for left-wing anarchy? None. None. 
right. Say that ivermectin works and you are banned from media. Defund police at a school and nothing happens to you. There is no risk on being a leftist. You risk nothing. It does not matter how crazy, how destructive your position is. How many people are killed as a result, like in Philadelphia? No price is paid. Every single member of the Pomona Unified School District should resign and walk through the streets with an I apologize sign. But it won't happen. Police officers will be back at Pomona campuses. At least that's what the school district officials approved in a meeting last week. It was approximately three months ago that they used that they voted to defund campus police, saying the money would be spent on student services like mental health. But Pomona's facing what other districts are dealing with since students returned for in-person schooling after COVID-19 shutdowns. Schools are once again dealing with fights, which are issues police officers used to handle. This comes months after protests calling for defunding the police. On the other hand, counseling and other options are not as immediate and will take time to exhibit tangible changes. Add that to an increase in crime and around the schools. In Pomona, the discussion took urgency after an October 15th shooting near Pomona High School, which is still under investigation. While direct school links have yet to be determined, a teenager did get injured from broken glass and debris. This was enough for school officials to speed the conversation and place their vote. It's wrong and you can't fight violence with police violence, said organizer from Gente Unida, a student advocacy group. See, that they're afraid of student advocacy groups, the cowards who run schools. I've said this all of my life. In order to be a school administrator, from elementary through graduate school, first you must be a coward. That is, that is a qualification. I saw that at Columbia. When riots took place against the Vietnam War in the early 70s when I was at graduate school there. And they did nothing. Nothing. I'll never forget this was before internet so you didn't have copies of your, of your work uh, on the cloud or on a hard drive. Students destroyed a professor's lifelong work, and he had no copies of it. Nothing happened to them. This was mortifying to this 23-year-old. Mortifying. You are watching Columbia being taken over? It's okay if they take over the president's office, the dean's office? It's okay. If leftists do. Well, if conservatives do, which they don't. If they do, and they did in for a few hours January 6th, Oh, then, then that is the crisis of America. Yes, this, this group, Gente Unida, student advocacy group, championing taking police out of schools, saying it particularly traumatized students from minority groups. Traumatized. The, I wrote a piece, came out yesterday, Tuesday's my column day, of 17 things that, that they have ruined. I should have added language. Traumatize. 
victim. God, you see a policeman on campus and you're a minority student and you're traumatized because people who shoot up schools, they don't shoot minorities. Did you know that? sure I have a lot of listeners in the Pomona area. You must demand the resignation of the school board for, uh, for demanding and implementing the firing of police on campuses. You know, everything the left says is wrong. Now, of course, if the left says that uh, water is H2O, that's not wrong. Everything the left says that differs from the, the right, then they're, they're always wrong. It's 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 a phenomenon. They're always wrong, and they never pay a price. Thirty years ago, I wrote, "Being on the left means never having to say you're sorry." Has the Pomona School Board apologized? Of course not. Doesn't happen. Gary in Naperville, Illinois, they a retired teacher. They don't call it CRT; they're deceptive. I couldn't agree with you more. I don't think we should say CRT either. CRT has become, understandably, an overlapping term for teaching that whites are pieces of crap and that America is a piece of crap, okay? That's basically, uh, that's what it is. And uh, we should say say left-wing racism. We should not say CRT. The biggest racists in the country are leftists. Liberals are not and conservatives are not. The left is profoundly racist. The contempt that the left has for non-whites is almost overwhelming in its uh, emotional impact. We should call it left-wing racism or left-wing America hatred, but not CRT, because then they could say, oh, look, show me one document that says CRT. That's correct. Ron was a high school administrator administrator for 30 years, went to a convention, heard plenty of leftist victimization. That is correct. That's right. On the, uh, on, on the other issue, people are calling in about, uh, about experiences with their doctors. That, that, that would be a worthy, uh, worthy time to have on the show. Your experiences with your doctor and COVID. That, I like that. It's a good subject. The, it's not only immoral and untrue, but it's so childish. It's so a function of seeking meaning in life, calling America systemically racist. Maybe I should write another column, 10 questions you should ask people who think America is systemically racist. And it would begin with this one. Why have 3 million blacks come here from Africa and the Caribbean in the last few decades? Why? Are they ignoramuses who don't know how bad it is, but you white leftists do? We return. 
Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. Welcome to the Anti-Panic Show. That's the, if I had to name the show, that's the tentative name that I would give it at this time. It's been my life. Better, the Anti-Hysteria Show. We live, we live in the age of the drama queen. That's what we do. I've called this age a lot of things in the course of my career. The age of stupidity, the age of, not, of anti-wisdom, the age of feelings, the age of the irrational, and that's another one, the age of the drama queen. There were students at, uh, at the University of, Ar- was it Arizona State or University of Arizona? I think it's Arizona State, but one of the two. The students for socialism, I mean, it's now, there's now pride for some students in advocating what the communists advocated. And along with the students for justice in Palestine, isn't it interesting how the haters, the true haters, the haters of the left, are united on on all these issues. Now, why would Students for Justice in Palestine, a, a group that wants Israel eradicated, why would that group care about Kyle Rittenhouse being on the campus? Because of intersectionality, you see. They, they, you, you have to be right, or I should say left, on everything. <laughs> when I saw them listed there, these are drama queens. My heart breaks for Kyle Rittenhouse, actually. Truly breaks for him. Good kid. He went to protect property that police weren't being weren't protecting during the riots in which the left was allowed to destroy whatever they wanted to destroy with extremely few arrests and far fewer prosecutions. That's what that's what twenty twenty was about leftists destroying cities. But we talk about January 6th, right? That's all we talk about is January 6th. A half a year at least of massive anarchy and violence. And the press gives you crickets. But January 6th, where the only person to have been killed was one of the protesters who was unarmed, a female, and we don't even know the the officer who did it, or on what grounds he did it. No, we, we do know who the officer did. We know the officer now? Oh, I take that back then. Got to get my facts completely correct. <laughs> that is what people talk about, January 6th. Didn't uh, Tony Fauci even make reference to that? Well, what what is what is that? He, it's so obvious he's a leftist that he doesn't hide it because there's no price to be paid. All right, I promised in my promo for the show that I would discuss this subject on the way in. I was already asked about it. Now, I want you to know that the most important thing about what I'm about to report to you, which is a weird, weird 
story uh, is my take on it. I, I don't report the weird for the sake of reporting the weird. But I think that this, and I may be wrong, I think this is not insignificant, let me put it that way. Newsweek. A woman on a recent Delta Airlines flight allegedly began to breastfeed her pet cat mid-flight and refused to stop after getting caught. The incident allegedly happened during a recent trip on board Delta Flight 1360, a route that travels between Syracuse, New York, and Atlanta, Georgia. A TikTok account from flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth appeared to refer to the incident with a video posted on November 2 claiming that, quote, security met the flight because a woman was breastfeeding her cat. This woman had one of those like hairless cats swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby, Ainsley Elizabeth said in a follow-up video posted on November 13th. Her shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to latch and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier and the cat was screaming for its life. What does she do at home if she's doing that in public, she asked. Then security met the flight just to tell her that she couldn't do that again because it was weird and gross. Oh my goodness, what's wrong with that? Well, that question is in fact my question. What's wrong with that? I'd like a secular response to the question, what is wrong with that? Okay? In my opinion, you have no answer. Absolutely no secular response to what's wrong with that. For those of you new to my show, and for those of you long-time listeners, a reminder, new, a an important statement about my show. If If one were to summarize everything that I stand for in broadcasting, it is to bring to your attention the the consequences of secularism, what the post-Judeo-Christian era produces. Now, of course, this is only one incident, and you don't take anecdotes to reveal necessarily, but sometimes they might, a a tendency in our society. I'm not raising it to reveal that it's a tendency. I don't think it is. I'm not asking that. I'm not even commenting on that. I'm asking a question. Give me a secular reason why it is wrong to do what she did. I can't think of one. What's the religious reason? The religious reason is the distinction between human animal is being violated. That this is a, it is not exactly by definition, but it is a form of bestiality or bestiality, depending on how you pronounce it. Now, by the way, why is bestiality wrong? There's no secular answer to that either. It's a phony answer. The dog didn't give its permission or the 
the, the, the cow or whatever whatever animal you want to talk about the bull I won't get more graphic really why is it wrong I raised this issue the phone number here is one eight Prager 776 I raised this issue when San Francisco voted on whether or not they should drop their prohibition in the city against public nudity. In other words, can people in San Francisco walk around naked? Will it be legal? By one vote, they maintained that it would be illegal. But the reason they gave was the God of our time, health. Health uber alles. Somebody out there should make a... uh, should make a, a song using the words health uber alles. The, the naked person might sit on a bench and it would be unsanitary for him or her to do so. That was the argument. That's the secular argument. But there's no secular argument against nursing a cat in public or private. What you have when you have the post-Judeo-Christian era is chaos. Men give birth. Would be the ultimate statement. 52 genders if you sign up for Facebook. Is it now 52? Want to check on that? It was 52 years ago. It's now 20? Oh. We'll look up in the meantime. Chaos. You saw it on America's streets, and you see it in America's behavior. Hey, everybody. I just got notice from the folks who run the Dennis Prager store that the one-day-a-year Cyber Monday sale has gone to Cyber Tuesday. So when I told you yesterday it's only one day a year, I was telling you the truth, but they extended it to one more day. The probably best-selling thing I've ever made, aside from my books, obviously. In terms of audio, my teaching of the first five books of the Bible, the Torah... Available on CD, available on MP3 with a player, and it is available on a memory stick. What's it called, a memory stick? There's a word, flash drive. Yes, not memory stick. Sean, why didn't you tell me memory stick? And that is at thepragerstore.com or at my website, dennisprager.com. You can click on it. If it doesn't affect your life, even change it, uh, I would be surprised. It's, and it has nothing, well, not nothing. It's, it's completely different from my commentary in print. It made the commentary in print possible because I had to teach all five books. It's big, big stuff. The big stuff is what matters in life, in any event. Mike Gallagher was on that flight. 
is what I just got notice from our screener. Oh, we got to have him on. Did he know what was happening? Mike's a Mike's an animal lover, so he 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 might have some serious thoughts about that. So that the greatest error of the modern age is the arrogant, naive, foolish belief that you can get rid of God and the Bible and still make a terrific place for people. That's the stupidest belief of our time. Everything emanates from that. Almost everything. Because there are a lot of religious fools, too. That I, I fully acknowledge that. And there, there are some secular, wonderful people. But it, it doesn't endure. As I wrote in my 20s, my first book, The Nine Questions People Ask About Judaism, still in print. I read somewhere about the idea of cut flower ethics. Secular ethics are cut flowers. What does that mean? If you, if you take a flower out of its soil, out of the soil that nurtures it, a person who doesn't know anything about plant growth would say, look, it doesn't need its soil. It looks beautiful. It smells beautiful. But in a few days it withers and dies. That's what happens to secular ethics. The values that we got from the Judeo-Christian world, those values wrenched from their soil look like they could survive. Well, take a look at half this country. The left is the antithesis of the biblical worldview. The antithesis. Read my column today, by the way. I list 16 things, 16, that the left has ruined. In case you need a handy-dandy guide to the nihilism of the left, look at my column today at my website or town hall, and within a week at Daily Wire, American Greatness, and many other places. Jewish World Review. By the way, at Jewish World Review... It's the only place I know of on the internet. I've used it for this reason. They have every single, just look up my name, they have every single column I have written from the first one 20 years ago. So what's the secular answer? She said the the flight attendant said it was, uh, what were the words that she used? Uh, let's see. Where is there? Weird and gross. Yeah, weird and gross. Well, it's weird and gross, but you have to explain, we understand why it's weird. Anything that, that's u- almost unique is weird. Got that. Weird doesn't mean bad, however. Something that almost never happens doesn't doesn't mean it is bad. Or gross. So why is it gross? That's the question. What's the secular reason? There is none. That's my that's my point here. Right. So Greg in Louisville, Kentucky. Hello. How are you doing today? Okay. Thank you. Yeah, um, I would say uh, my secular reason, yeah, would be that it's just against social norms, 
And uh, also in the story, it said that uh, I guess the, the cat was uh, upset and crying or whatever. So I guess that would be on the uh, on the verge of animal abuse. Right. So if the cat were happy, you, that would end that second argument. As for social norms, it's a terrible argument. Uh, it was a social norm in the South not to allow blacks to sit at lunch counters. Yeah, I'm not saying that's my opinion. I'm right. So it's. Of, uh, no, no. I'm not. I'm not even whether it is or not. It's not. An, it's not an answer. Social norms cannot yeah. be the basis of morality. Well, I think that uh, you know. I think that also that social norms really is, is based on the. Uh, is based on morality. In a moral society, it is. But if a society has lost its way and has no guidelines, social norms become worse and worse. I think social norms are very important. What was I reading? I was reading an article recently of, of somebody saying that as... You know, as informal as people were dressed prior to COVID when traveling, it's it, it's even more so. It almost looks like they're going to show up in pajamas. No, they're not. I'm not claiming they are. But it, it was somebody. I I've lamented the decline in in what people wear publicly. There is no longer talking about social norms, and I'm a big believer in proper social norms. Very big believer. What people wear is a statement, though they don't think of it that way, about everything. Themselves and especially the public. Why did people, if you look at pictures from the 1950s, look at the way people were dressed at baseball games. Baseball games. Now why did they do that? Because the thought was you go out in public and you you want to present yourself in a way that says, I, I, I take you seriously. That, uh, that is certainly a, a social norm that has, uh, that has gone by the way. You know that when kids are told at school that they have a dress code, their grades increase and their, uh, their attitudes are better and their behavior is better. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. All right, I'm going to move on. Let me summarize a couple of calls here. Uh, All right. So I asked for a secular argument against what this woman did on on a Delta flight, which was breastfeed her cat. Terry in Chicago says, dangerous to take an animal out of a carrier. If it gets loose, there's panic. Yeah, I am. I must say, people panic because of a cat. We're in we're in worse condition than I uh, than I thought. Judith in Atlanta, Delta flight attendant says regulations are specific regarding animals. That's not a secular argument; it's a legal argument. Don has the best in Chicago. The cat was not wearing a mask. It's a very good point. I hadn't thought of that, Don. It takes a fertile mind to come up with that one. 
Good, I like you. I like you. Bob in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Maybe the woman just wanted to expose herself. Is she lactating with no baby? Interesting. Well, there's no doubt she wanted to expose herself because she didn't hide her breast. Anyway, that, that, of course, raises the question with the human baby and exposed breasts. Talk about social norms. The social norm was that you covered yourself if you were breastfeeding in public. In a secular age, there's no reason to cover yourself. It's actually sexist. It's anti-female to even presume otherwise. Uh, Let's see. It's okay, Walla Walla Washington John, because we teach our children anything goes. Well, we don't actually. (laughs) You can't say you're colorblind. You can't say America is a wonderful country. You can't say it's a blessing for people of every color to live in this country. Uh, We don't live in an anything goes. Anything goes in the direction of anarchy, chaos, but not anything goes. And let's see. Lee, a male in Port St. Lucie, Florida. You can get the disease from cats. You can get a disease from a human baby, I guess. All right. There is no secular argument. That was my point. Back to uh, a biblical point. The serpent's argument to Adam and Eve was, A, you should eat from the tree of knowledge. You'll be like gods. A lot of people want to be God. It's an amazing thing. For those of us who don't, it's very hard to understand. But it's hard for us to, most of us to understand a lot of things. I understand, as I often point out, I understand bank robbers. But I don't understand child molesters. Okay? I don't understand a desire to be God. Tony Fauci has it. Face the nation. Talking about Ted Cruz and Senators Cruz and Paul They're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's cool. That's a big thing. You represent science. Therefore, what is the therefore? Therefore, nothing I say can be challenged because anything I say represents science. It is like Got our New Zealand Prime Minister, one of my favorite lines of the year 2021. All right, Sean, you got the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand who said that if you don't hear it from the government, it isn't true. If If that stuff doesn't scare you, I don't know what does. They're really criticizing science because I represent science. Didn't he also say it in the third person? I, th- I, th- I thought he did. Wall Street Journal editorial. Here's a line from it. What is today's date? Uh, yeah, so yesterday, the Wall Street Journal. Lockdowns don't stop the virus. 
There was this talk show host who said uh, in April of 2020, lockdowns are the greatest mistake in history. And, and when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. Unless you hear it from us, it is not the truth. I represent science, the arrogance of the left, the utter and total self-deification, not to mention authoritarianism. Well, y'all, Dennis Prager here. So let's see. It's not true if it doesn't come from the government, New Zealand Prime Minister. I represent science. All of that means you cannot differ with us. Get it? That's all that. Why, why are those statements made? You differ with the New Zealand government. That means you're telling lies. That's the statement here. You differ with the Democratic Party, it's misinformation. So declares Twitter. By the way, apparently the the new Twitter head, Jack Dorsey, is leaving. The new Twitter head is even less committed to free speech. I, I read that. I don't know if it's true. I wouldn't be surprised. The When you believe you have all truth which the left believes, whether it's science or anything else, then clearly there is no room for misinformation. They declare whatever they differ with misinformation. PolitiFact lied about me in saying that I uh, I told a lie about uh, the, uh, I don't even know, how can I tell a lie? It was an opinion. I said that uh, the a couple of weeks ago where I wrote and, sp- and spoke on the air about uh, the, the greatest pariahs uh, since, uh, since slavery in the United States, and by the way, not just the United States, of the unvaccinated. I don't, I don't know why that's even controversial doesn't deny the the sufferings, uh, and I even specifically spoke of the sufferings of gays during AIDS. But there, there, there were no laws passed. Look at the two stories. That's right. What is it? Uh, you're right. Just today. Let's see here. Uh, there are two stories for you just today. So Greece... Okay, let's see. This is uh, from Bloomberg. Greece imposes a $114 monthly fine on unvaccinated people over 60. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Of course it is. And did we have an, an analogy here in the United States? Every single member of a group had to pay a fine each month? It's unbelievable that Politico would declare what I wrote to be untrue. They lie to themselves, so therefore if you differ with them, you're lying. Politico is as corrupt as the other places. <laughs> you know, by the way, they're all related. Who, who is Politico owned by? Did you, ever, did you notice that? I finally looked that up. And it's affiliated, is it, with the Tampa Tribune? Well, what, is it, uh, what is its affiliation? Yeah, T- take a look, because the Pointer Group, what is the Pointer Group? Well, 
you mean politifact, not politico. Oh, you're right, politifact. I, I thank you for correcting that. Yeah, politifact, not politico. Politifact claims to be a fact-checking organization, and they, they uh, there there is uh, believers in misinformation. If you differ with the left as anybody else. What else did you have? Austria. Let's see, what's Austria now? Austria considers 7,200 euro fine for the unvaccinated. Austrian residents, this is from Your Active, EUR, Active TV. No, Your Active, E U R A C T I V. Austrian residents who refuse to get their COVID-19 jab from February when they will be mandatory will face fines of up to 7,200 euro. That's about $8,000. Even in Austria, that's a serious sum of money for people. Well... Everybody refuses to comply will be summoned to the district administration authorities. If they ignore the summons twice, they will be fined 3,600 euro. If their violation of the COVID vaccination law puts other persons at serious risk, what does that mean? Well, who, who, who's not putting people, unless you're in solitary confinement, you're, you're putting people at, at risk. Find up to seventy two hundred. Well, I don't think anybody was ever fined for having AIDS. Well, e- even mentioning that is uh, is uh, intellectually honest, but you can't say it. There were behaviors that caused in America that uh, bodily fluids, overwhelmingly AIDS was a disease, which doesn't make it less tragic, just a fact, of people uh, who were uh, gay males and uh, intravenous drug users. The press lied, because it always lies, saying it was was also a non-discriminatory disease that had affected heterosexuals as much as male homosexuals. By the way, as I pointed out even then, it did not affect more than any other group, it did not affect female homosexuals, lesbians, gay women. But truth is the victim of leftism. Truth is crapped on by the, the whole left. To say what I just said is denied. It is, it is called homophobic, even though gay women were the least likely to get it. Truth is not a left-wing value. Attacking people who differ with the left is the left-wing value. I don't know how this country has produced so many scummy people. I can't tell you how sad it is to me. I had such a, I, I guess, naive vision of most of my fellow citizens. And this has been a, a, a sad realization doesn't mean that I don't I fight for America any less but the, the uh, what leftism has done to the character of so many Americans is a sad development. 
article in the Great City Journal, one of my two favorite journals, the other is the Claremont Review of Books. There are a lot of great ones, by the way, just for the record, but they really knock it out of the park. So, uh, the uh, latest, uh, November 29th, yesterday, Philadelphia breaks a homicide record thanks to the leadership of its progressive mayor and district attorney. On November 26th, the 501st murder of the year, the most ever. And you know what? People are going to vote Democrat anyway. The Democrats supervised the destruction of their cities, and people vote for them. It's an amazing phenomenon. (laughs) Uh, Philadelphia, I have been noting now for about a year, has truly deteriorated. People think of San Francisco correctly, and L.A. correctly, and Chicago correctly, New York. But I think uh, Philadelphia's institutions have been ruined by the left. A greater proportion of Philadelphia institutions, museums, concert halls, University of Pennsylvania, located in Philadelphia and they have a George Soros a man who seems to embody evil it's an amazing thing to be able to say that about somebody and he funds people who empty jails so that more innocent people can get hurt murdered for that matter wasn't there? I was a student. The latest, the latest murder in Philadelphia, I think, was a uh, was a college student. The poor kid, poor family. I think about the families every time a kid is killed or dies from something else. Everything has changed. Yep, it goes goes back to the arrogance of thinking we can do without the source of Western civilization's morality, the Bible. That's why I wrote a commentary. It needs to be understood. Everybody, and a good Monday to you. I hope you had a good weekend. The world didn't, just in case you tuned out. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving as well. The last hour I broadcast, which was last Wednesday prior to Thursday's Thanksgiving, was will you even have a Thanksgiving or will a lot of people not show up uh, because of COVID fears? And everyone who called said you're having a normal, or virtually everyone, that you will have a normal Thanksgiving. I wonder 
if that's because much of my audience is conservative and they are simply walking around life in general with fewer fears than people on the left. One of the ways to understand the left is that they are scared of life. They're not they're scared of death and they're scared of life. That's why they have safe spaces at colleges, because they they can't handle pain. There's an, a, a fundamental childishness to leftism, which produces this inordinate amount of fear in one of the safest, no, probably the safest place in human history, the West generally and the United States specifically. Of course, it's getting less safe, given what the left has done to cities, ruining cities and literally cultivating crime. The left cultivates crime. There is nothing the left touches it doesn't destroy. The world is in panic mode again. Omicron, is that the name? Omicron. Omicron? Uh, Omicron, yeah. So I said Omicron. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The president is talking about Omicron? Mm, I'm curious. Let's hear. America's leading that effort. We've shipped for free more vaccines to other countries than all other countries in the world combined. Over 275 million vaccines to 110 countries. Now we need the rest of the world to step up as well. Let me be clear. Not a single vaccine shot Americans ever send to the rest of the world will ever come at the expense of any American. I will always make sure that our people are protected first. But vaccinating the world is just one more tool in how we need to meet our moral obligation as Americans and how to best protect Americans as well. The Delta variants and now the Omicron variant all emerged elsewhere in the world. So we can't let up until the world is vaccinated. We're protecting Americans by doing that as well. As we continue this effort, let's remember where we stand. We're in a very different place as we enter the month of December, this month, compared to where we were last, uh, last September, last Christmas. Last Christmas, fewer than 1% of American adults were vaccinated. This Christmas, the number will be over 71%, including more than 86% of seniors. Last Christmas, our children were at risk without a vaccine. This Christmas, we have safe and effective vaccines for children ages five and older with more than 19 million children and counting now vaccinated. Last year, a majority of schools were closed. This year, 99% of our schools are open. Let me reiterate once more. We also now have booster shots that provide extra protection. They're free and convenient. There is still time to get your first two shots or your booster shot or get your children vaccinated before Christmas. All three are available and can be done before Christmas. If you and your family are fully vaccinated, you can celebrate the holidays much more safely. And given where we were last year, that's a blessing that none of us should take for granted. We're throwing everything we can at this virus, tracking it from every angle. And that's what we have to keep doing. Okay. That's how so, we're So, all right. I, I wish I, I didn't interfere because it's not a tape and I didn't want you to hear less of the, of the president. We're not doing everything we can. It's just not true. We're not trying to cure people of the illness when they get it. Nothing. Zero. The medical profession is a disgrace. 
he is a disgrace. Fauci is a disgrace. The drug companies are disgraceful. This is the first time I, I know of that we have devoted no effort, none, to remedying the situation, only preventing it. It's an astonishing thing. You get it? Tough luck. Go to a hospital and drop dead. That's the attitude. There are perfectly safe remedies to COVID. None of this should have happened. I said it at the beginning. I say it again. All these lockdowns are a farce, are a destructive farce. The more you know, and I I am learning more and more, I do a lot, but I know a lot more today. Notice that, by the way, he said, oh, we're in a very different place than last Christmas. Yeah, you're right. More people are dying of it. Did you know that more people died in 2021 than in 2020? Hmm. More people died having the vaccine. In the year of the vaccine, more people died of COVID. The odds are overwhelming that I didn't die of COVID a month ago or was six weeks ago because I actually took prophylactics. Incredibly safe thing, pills called hydroxychloroquine and zinc. I know you've been brainwashed to believe it's dangerous. thing has been taken hundreds of millions of times. One of the safest pills out there, so is ivermectin. And now with monoclonal antibodies, it, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's a virus. It's reduced to a virus, not a killer. Countries are shutting down. Can't fly from Africa. You think you can, you're going to stop it? Is that, what's, is that the new procedure? stop society every time there's a new variant, then it's over. This is permanent. When will variants stop? Oh, the Delta, need a booster. Oh, Omicron. Oh, well, is there a booster for that? I'm sure there will be. Fauci's on? I don't want to hear Fauci. And I could tell you what Fauci will say. Get vaccinated. That's that's they have nothing else to say. Get vaccinated. He's gone. Right. Get vaccinated. That's the answer. The brainwash is astonishing. Close down society. I was reading an article. I don't remember where. About the tourism industry in New Zealand. Guess what it's down by? Guess the number. What percent? Have, did you read the article? No. So guess the percent. I'm going to say 90. You missed 95 percent. The, the, so a vast number of New Zealanders depend on tourism. It's a huge business. Or what else does New Zealand make money on? Yeah. A foreign currency is what I mean. What? How does it make foreign currency? On sheep? Yeah, it makes for Huh? Wool, right. Manuka honey. Oh, Manuka honey. I forgot that one. It's on tourism. What what an ingenious idea. Have no one do anything. 
stay in your homes indefinitely. That was the Australian and New Zealand answer. I read to you last week a devastating article on the damage done to children in the last year, two years almost. Schools are open. Oh, my God, schools are open. Sure, if you wear a mask uh, the whole time. Schools are open. And sit, what is it? Are they still seated? Are they seated six feet from one another? Do they have to eat lunch six feet from one another? School is open? The schoolhouse is open. School is not open. When in doubt, isolate. That's it. I can now say that my belief is that hundreds of thousands of Americans died because of the medical establishment, the Democratic Party, the CDC, the NIH, and and Bill Gates. So the first time I've said that, I've heard it from scientists I've had on the show, and now I believe it. The reason... They were prevented from curing themselves. We'll be back. Dennis Prager here, and what was the latest? That you have to wear a mask indoors? Is that what? I mean, he's telling you you should. You're encouraged to wear a mask indoors. How can we uh, further ruin the quality of people's lives? He was caught, uh, by the way, in uh, was it Massachusetts? He was vacationing in Nantucket, and he wasn't wearing a mask. See, the question of whether they believe what they say is an interesting question, but only God can answer it. But I've always said the Gavin Newsom sighting in the middle of the lockdown and and closing of restaurants, many of which never recovered. And he's sitting there with his buddies at his $1,000 meal without a mask on. It doesn't make him a hypocrite. He, Of course he's a hypocrite, but th- that doesn't mean anything. At bottom, they don't believe it. They believe it's good for you, you sucker, who believe Newsom and Fauci and, and Biden, you're a sucker if you believe them. And you've decided to be one. That's what's so amazing. That's what's so depressing to me. You have decided to believe nonsense, to scare your life and scare your children and deprive your children of friends and deprive your children of play and deprive your children of school. You made those decisions. Was I have to ask my fellow Americans, was this not serious enough for you to read about? Are people like me, do we want to die? Do we want our families to die? Why do we think differently? I'll tell you why. Because we know more. That's why. And you didn't want to know more. This is addressed to my fellow Americans. You never heard of the epidemiologists, of whom there are so many. How many Americans know of the Great Barrington Declaration against the lockdown and 
and everything that we have done. Everything we did is wrong. Everything. More people died this year. Everything is wrong. And they repeat what's wrong. Lockdown. Don't go out. Kill your friend's store and business. Destroy, destroy, destroy. Keep Target open. Yes, that's the key. Keep Walmart open. Keep CVS open. But shut down the little guy selling the same stuff. How do you, how do you possibly morally justify that? How do you health-wise justify that? I can go to Walmart, but not Fred's, uh, Fred's hardware store. That's what I was looking for, hardware. The the callousness towards our fellow Americans that has been illustrated this year. You think you're callous? People are callous for not getting vaccines. People are callous for not allowing people to to have a, a, a livelihood. Are all these nurses who don't uh, take the vaccine? Are they all out of their minds? How many how many nurses would would take a vaccine if if it had not been? forced upon them how many pilots how many people in the army you can get people to do a lot of things if you force them to you have no livelihood you're dishonorably or you're better more precise you're discharged without an honorable discharge probably the finest of our people in the armed forces were the ones who who resist the tyranny of all of this. It's hard to believe that I'm saying this thing. This is, what is today's date? 29th of November. (laughs) We're entering the last month of 2021, and I'm still talking about this. Omicron, how'd they come up with that name? So wait, they they skipped she. Yeah, (laughs) XI, did you know that, folks? They skipped that letter in the Greek alphabet because it's the name of the Stalin-like leader of uh, Lenin-like. How's that? Of the, of China, creating a totalitarian universe and proclaiming his desire to invade another country, specifically Taiwan. Yes, well, they won't. They won't sell New Zealand. You know where I got? This is the first time I think I've ever cited Al Jazeera. Had a good article on New Zealand tourism. When New Zealand this week finally announced plans for the return of international visitors, Eve Lawrence, general manager of Haka Tourism Group in Auckland, could find little reason to celebrate after nearly two years of border closures that have reduced business to a trickle. Lawrence will have to wait at least another five months before welcoming customers from overseas. Even then, tourists will have to self-isolate at home for seven days. A requirement believes will dissuade many from coming at all. Many? How about virtually all? Lawrence said her company, whose revenues have plummeted about 95% during the pandemic, was now bracing for potentially the most difficult six months of business yet. Everybody praises New Zealand. Look at how few people died. 
Yeah. It's an island nation, ladies and gentlemen. If you shut down an island nation, you can achieve a lot. That's true. Is that the remedy? No, it isn't. Once a year for one day, sorry, Cyber Monday, you can get something that changes lives, has for decades now. My entire teaching of the the first, first five books of the Bible, Dennis teaches the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the lectures that I gave that preceded my writing, my commentary. By the way, they're completely different. The listening and the writing even amazes me how different they are, and they are virtually entirely different. And it's it's powerful stuff. You can get it on MP3, get it on CD, or on a flash drive for $499. That's 50% off. There's only 100 CD And there are only 100 collections available. 100 CD collections available. The CD part, there are three options. CD collection, there's only 100. Okay, for whatever reason, I didn't understand what my producer told me. It doesn't matter. They're all four ninety nine, the CD, the MP three, and the USB flash drive. There's only one hundred CD collections. There's only one hundred CD collections. Right. Oh, now I understand. That was perfect in one sentence. <laughs> okay, that's true. There are only one hundred of the CD collections, but uh, obviously, I presume unlimited MP three. Yes. Oh, you got a player as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. You get a player for MP3 and and the things. Anyway, it, it's life-changing. Uh, we need this stuff more than ever. My, my religious life has kept me sane the entire time, not only my whole life, but the last two years. Okay, anyway, that's all available. Where do people go? Dennis Prager Store? Dennis Prager Store, DennisPrager.com. DennisPrager.com, Dennis Prager Store. This this is this is huge. One day a year. That's what you should spend money on. Good stuff. Okay. To uh, Vera in Torrance, the man who wrote the article on Rittenhouse was Bruce Bauer. B A W E R. Okay, so I, I answered that one. This is. Uh, the the next issue I'm going to go back to uh, the hysteria of the world in the next hour, but I'm going to talk to you now about the Salvation Army. I used to passionately raise money for the Salvation Army every year for year after year Christmas time. I was honored by the Salvation Army as one of the biggest fundraisers. Salvation Army has been ruined by the left, as everything else it touches. The head of the Salvation Army must resign, or I will, among others, work relentlessly to reveal the sickness at the heart of the uh, materials circulated uh, uh, in the, the Salvation Army. It's become another woke crap house. Get it? Crapping on the United States in the name of Christ. How's that? That's called, you know what the uh, Salvation Army leadership is doing? 
They are violating the third commandment. Do not take the name of the Lord in vain. They are advocating sickness in the name of Christ. That's pretty low, folks. That's pretty scummy. And I will continue this attack because I read their defense, which is a gigantic lie. It's propaganda lie from a place I loved. They attack those of us who are revealing what the Salvation Army has come to as having an agenda. We who collected and put our names and and were honored by you have an agenda? You're damn right we do. To help the poor and defend this country and not crap on it in the name of Christ. There is no possible penitence for the Salvation Army while its heads continue in their position. They must all resign in shame. They have disgraced a beautiful organization. That's why I'm so angry. They have disgraced... By the way, the violation for that law, taking God's name in vain, is the only one God says in the Ten Commandments he will not forgive. I will read to you the Salvation Army defense. Oh, my God. Oh, my... It was probably written by some uh, woke professors of, of, of gender theory at a university. I, I loved the Salvation Army. I loved it. I put my heart out every year, and so did you. I raised more funds than, to best of my knowledge, anyone in radio. And now look what's happened. If you're white, check your privilege. More on that. Dennis Prager here for a wonderful new sponsor, Blessed by Israel. That's B-U-I. It's a play on words, a good one. Blessed by Israel. Yes, you already know by listening to my show for years that I've been blessed by Israel many times, and many of you have as well. Now, I have a way for you to share your blessings with others. Blessed by Israel. Blessed by Israel, quite simply, is a way for you to support the people and small business owners in Judea and Samaria by purchasing high-quality products at very affordable prices. Products ranging from various selections of olive oil, stunning jewelry, beautiful ceramics, delicious honeys like citrus or wildflower, cosmetics, coffee and teas, soaps, and so much more. Meet their friends Baruch and Batya, who started Israel Ceramics, or Sarah Feld, who brings you her beautiful collection of Israeli jewelry. Read these inspiring stories, along with many others, on their website, Blessed By, that's B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. BlessedByIsrael.com, B-U-Y, BlessedByIsrael.com. Visit today and order for Christmas. With your help, we're strengthening the courageous families, rebuilding the heartland of Israel. Okay, y'all. Dennis Prager here. Talking to you about the Salvation Army. So they put out a study guide to on racism. Let's talk about racism. Two internal Salvation Army documents. In the Let's Talk About Racism document, the Salvation Army implores white donors to, quote, lament repent and apologize for biases or racist ideologies held and actions committed, and urges them to adopt a posture of anti-racism. In the absence of making anti-racist choice, we unconsciously uphold choices, we unconsciously uphold aspects of white supremacy, white dominant culture, and unequal institutions and society, the document states. In the guide, the Salvation Army makes use of a litany of woke terms to articulate their message, 
including anti-racist, colonizer, domestic terrorism, fascism, institutional racism, microaggression, systemic racism, and whiteness. So uh, they, uh, they issued a statement. I would read to you from their statement so that I be fair to the Salvation Army, which I once loved. And, and raised fortune, not fortunes, but a large amount of money for. The Salvation Army's response to false claims on the topic of racism. Okay, this is, I'm reading to you from their response. Some individuals and groups have recently attempted to mislabel our organization to serve their own agendas. So you know already that the leadership of the Salvation Army are liars, are, are, are unworthy of being leaders of the Salvation Army. I will continue to attack as long as they're in office, unless they publicly repent. I mean seriously repent. I'm a believer in repentance. What are our agendas? I'm one of those who have uh, mislabeled, mislabeled. You issue this and we've mislabeled, so that's a lie. And second, to serve their own agendas. What's our agenda? I thought our agenda was to raise funds for the Salvation Army. It shows you how this man has been taken over, or whoever wrote this has been taken over by the left. This is this is leftist doublespeak. Greg Kokel has an agenda other than serving Christ. The man's one of the leading Christian thinkers in the country. He he was one of those who wrote about this, and uh, he, he he loves the Salvation Army like I do. Agendas? What are our agendas? How about our agendas are not to be racist in the name of Christ? That's our agenda. They have claimed that we believe our donors should apologize for their skin color, that the Salvation Army believes America is an inherently racist society and that we have abandoned our Christian faith for one ideology or another. Those claims are simply false. False. Really? Did I not read from this document? Did you not publish it? The truth is the Salvation Army believes that racism is fundamentally incompatible with Christianity. Notice he didn't say, did you see the sleight of hand? It's an amazing thing. The claims are false. And then the next sentence, what is the truth? The Salvation Army is against racism. Get it? You get it? Is anybody, does anybody fall for this? The left claims they don't believe in racism, too. What, what, what is the point? It, it has nothing to do with the charge. The charge is, you said whites are racist. That America is fundamentally, systemically racist. So the truth is you're against racism. You haven't responded to the charge. Racism is fundamentally incompatible with Christianity. That's correct. And then we are called, but, but it has nothing to do with the charges against the Salvation Army. We are called by God to work toward a world where all people are loved, accepted, and valued. What does that mean? All right, doesn't matter. Our positional statement on racism makes this clear. These beliefs and goals are critically important because we know that racism exists, and we are determined to do everything the Bible asks of us to overcome it. So he's basically saying, yeah, we issued that thing, because there's so much racism in America. The Salvation Army occasionally publishes internal study guides on various complex topics 
to help foster positive conversations and grace-filled reflection among salvationists. Oh, really? Did you publish Larry Elder? Or did you only publish the thoughts of Ibram X. Kendi and the like, whether in his name or not? By openly discussing these issues, we always hope to encourage the development of a more thoughtful organization that is better positioned to to support those in need. But no one is being told how to think, period. Oh, really? Then do you have both sides on the issue published internally? God, is it depressing. Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought the Salvation Army, microaggressions, colonizers, systemic racism, anti-racist colonizer, fascism, whiteness. Wow. So here's an interesting question. Even if the leadership of the Salvation Army is stupid, doesn't take brilliance to understand by issuing this, your entire base of support is spit in the face. Did nobody at Salvation Army headquarters raise the issue? You know, uh, the vast majority of people who support us are not leftists. Why would we do this? Just from the standpoint of helping the poor because we need to raise money. Unless, unless they're being supported either by folks who who are conservative, who don't know what they've done, or by some organizations on the left. I I don't know. If you'd have told me three years ago uh, I would not raise a cent for the Salvation Army uh, on the radio, and that I would attack the Salvation Army, I would have thought you were uh, smoking weed. We'll continue. The Dennis Prager Show. Sadness about the uh, Salvation Army here. Daniel in uh, Minnesota, hello. Oh, hi, Dennis. How are you? Good, thanks. I, I just was. I just wanted to make sure I understood correctly. I believe that uh, when you were, what you were just quoting now, that was not from the Salvation Army International Positional Statement on Racism. That was actually from their uh, withdrawal guide that it, uh, where it says that they withdrew their controversial guide amid backlash from donors. No, I, t- I, I, um, I quoted from two things. One, their, their uh, woke guide to America as racist and whites as garbage, and the, right. and the response to the attacks on the Salvation Army for publishing that book. I want it to be right, fair right. and accurate, I used the Salvation Army's own words of defense. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's crazy because, uh, you know, after reading where you, where you left off, where it's saying, but no one is being told how to think, period. And they say a few paragraphs later, because we've done our best to provide accurate info, but, these, but unfortunately some have chosen to ignore those efforts. And then consequently for both reasons, I mean, I just skipped the sentence there, Con- the end, consequently for both reasons, the International, Justice, the International Social Justice Commission has now withdrawn the guide for appropriate review. Yeah, appropriate review, right. There's no apology, there's no resignation. The left has succeeded in ruining another organization. Remember, my friends, everything the left touches, it destroys. And one of the few things I thought was impervious 
You have no idea. Well, you do. Many of you do. The left poisoning of Christianity and Judaism has been Catholicism, Protestantism, and Judaism. Interestingly, Islam has been sort of impervious to leftist influence, partially because the left has spent its time defending Islam. But the, if it's gotten, if the, if the rot has gotten as far as the Salvation Army gives you an idea, it is an amazing thing for me as a religious person takes this stuff really seriously it really boils down to a lot in a large extent do you fear man or do you fear God so the leadership of the Salvation Army has chosen to fear man so you do I, I ask often and I'm not, it's not bitter it's just a question how many how many truly religious people are there? And I don't mean perfect. Just like fearing God first. That's pretty basic to a Christian or Jewish life.